When preparing for spiritual battle, the follower of Christ is to be armored in truth, righteousness, the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. The last critical element the believer needs is to pray. Today on Drawing Near, we learn how we are to pray in order to stand against the cunning of God's spiritual enemies. So take your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 18 through 20, and join us as we learn about prayer in the Spirit. Before we begin, join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day and the opportunity that we have once again to study your word. And we ask, Father, that as we have already looked at the armor we are to put on in order to stand in this spiritual struggle, we acknowledge, Father, that we also need to pray, that we need to be in contact with you. We have many needs, and we can't hope to stand on our own. We need your power. We need your presence. And, Father, we need your guidance. So help us to understand prayer and what praying in the Spirit truly is. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, we read, Praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. In these studies that we've been looking at, we have been told that we are not wrestling or struggling against flesh and blood, but the struggle is a spiritual struggle, literally against Satan and the spiritual forces of evil. The struggle has been going on for a long time against God and Satan and his followers, and now we are caught up in it. And so we are told to stand. Having done all, we are to stand. We are told to stand equipped in the armor of God. Again, that armor is the belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness. Boots are to be the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, we're to take the shield of faith. We are to have the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Having given us that armor, Paul tells us that we are to do the following, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. It is critical that we understand the place of prayer in our spiritual warfare. We have the great opportunity, the wonderful blessing, of being able to talk to our Heavenly Father anytime we want to. We have access to the Lord God Almighty at all times. And we're told in the New Testament that even when we don't know what to pray for, that the Holy Spirit who indwells the believer will take our groanings and our utterances to God for us. So we are to be praying always. I believe wholeheartedly, if we were to always go about in constant contact with the Father through the Spirit, praying, we would avoid much sin and the consequences of sin in our lives. Not only are we to be praying always, but we are to be praying always in the Spirit. Not in the flesh, in the Spirit. So our concerns are spiritual concerns. Our concerns are the concerns of God. We are to ask those things in accordance with God's will. In order to know what God's will is, we need to be walking in the Spirit and be in God's Word. So we are to be praying always in the Spirit. 
in between those two phrases, we are told, we're to be praying with all prayer and supplication. What is meant by all prayer? In all likelihood, simply means all types of praying. Confession, thanksgiving, asking God to work, asking God to bless. Supplication means to ask God to supply our needs. We are to engage in every type of spiritual communication with the Father in the Spirit, praying always. He further says that as we are praying, we are to be watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. We are to be praying for other believers, and we are to labor in our prayer for other believers. That's the idea of perseverance. We are to be burdened for other Christians, and we are to pray and persevere in prayer on their behalf, asking God to supply their need. The idea here in this warfare is, as we are taking our stand against the spiritual forces of evil, we're also being watchful for those around us, for those who are also engaged in the struggle. We're to be praying for them. Oftentimes, our prayers consist of heal this one, protect this one, travel mercy, those kinds of prayers. We need to be praying for one another in the spiritual struggle against Satan. I need people praying for me, and I need to be praying for them with regard to the spiritual warfare. We need to be praying for one another's holiness, for one another's wisdom, spiritual discernment, use of spiritual gifts, that God would protect them from sin and help to make them godly and holy. We need to ask God to give them what they need to accomplish His will in their lives. That's what verse 18 is talking about. Then in verse 19, Paul says, and it's important that we see this, even though we can't do this specifically for Paul, he says, and for me, for Paul, that utterance may be given to me so that I may be able to speak, that I may be able to open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel. Do you hear what Paul is asking for? Paul is in prison. We see that in verse 20. He is not saying, pray for me so I can get out of jail. He's not saying, have God protect me while I'm in jail. What he says is, help me by praying that God would open my mouth boldly so that I can share the gospel. His request is a spiritual request, and it leads us to the kind of praying we ought to be praying for one another and desire others to be praying for us. Paul never lost sight of the fact that he was an apostle. He was, as he puts it in verse 20, an ambassador of Christ. We too are ambassadors of Christ. We are called to the ministry of reconciliation. We are called to proclaim the gospel, calling people out of sin and into the salvation and forgiveness of sin that God provides through Jesus Christ. And we're to pray to that end. Since we can't pray for Paul, we can pray for other people who are on the front line sharing the gospel. We need to be doing that. Paul says that he may make known the mystery of the gospel, for which he is an ambassador in chains. It didn't matter where Paul went, Paul always recognized that his circumstances were opportunities to share Christ. He didn't have a pity party. He didn't turn in on himself. He was always examining his circumstances to see where the opportunities were to share Jesus Christ. We need to learn from that. And then he closes, he says again, that in it, that in these chains, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Paul recognizes that he has an obligation, a duty to speak. 
God is not obligated to get Paul out of prison. God is not obligated to set him free. He is obligated to the master, to the king, to the Lord God, to do his job, to proclaim the gospel. In recognizing this, this reemphasizes what we looked at in verse 18. We need to always be praying, keeping our eye on the Spirit, engaging in the spiritual battle, being in contact with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We need to be praying for one another and persevere in prayer, asking God to supply the spiritual needs of the saints, that they too may be able to stand, and having done all, to stand. If we will pay attention to these verses concerning what God has called us to do, to stand, to put on the spiritual armor, to do so praying, I believe we can change our lives. I believe we can change the lives of others through the gospel of Jesus Christ. I certainly believe that we can resist the devil and he will flee. This spiritual battle is to be fought on God's terms. It is to be fought in holiness and righteousness and truth. There are many professing believers engaged in conflict, but their conduct is not spiritual. It is worldly against worldly, fleshly against fleshly, and we need to be more discerning than that, for we represent, like Paul talks about, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we need to represent him well. Father in heaven, help us to recognize spiritual truth, to be able to identify what is righteous and what is unrighteous, and through your Spirit, choose righteousness. Help us, Lord, to walk by faith, to take a firm hand of the Word of God, to not allow sin or Satan to cause us to doubt the assurance that we have of the salvation you have promised us. And Lord, help us to pray for ourselves, for one another, and especially for those who are in the most critical places sharing the gospel, who have so much at risk, the people like Paul. And Father, I pray that we would stand our ground, that we would not falter and we would not fail. We know you will never fail, but we ask that you help us not to fail you or one another. We look forward to the day when the struggle will be over, when we will be clothed in our heavenly bodies, and we will forever rule and reign with Jesus Christ. Until that time, Father, help us to be faithful to stand. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.